Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast that runs Monday through Saturday. My name is Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasal, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a One-Year Bible, you can get a reading plan at oneyearbibleonline.com. There's a link in the description of this video on Facebook, and as well as the show notes of our podcast. This podcast is recorded from Jitsi, where we do our live streams daily. Details can be found in the show notes as well as on our Facebook page. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, this podcast and its corresponding live stream are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think that the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't, you can still hit that share button, share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your Twitter feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is July 22nd, and that means it is day 203 of the one-year Bible. Day 203 is going to start us out in 2 Chronicles chapter 6. So if you want to get turned there, Julie, would you like to pray for us this morning? Lord, we come before you today. We just want to be ever mindful of your spirit, Lord, and we just give you thanks for everything you've given us, Father. We pray that your spirit would be with us today as we read your word, that we would understand your word as you have it, and you have us to understand it. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Thanks. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 6, starting in verse 12. He stood before Yahweh's altar in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. For Solomon had made a bronze platform five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had set it in the middle of the court. And he stood on it and knelt down on his knees before all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. Then he said, Yahweh, the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth, you who keep covenant and loving kindness with your servants who walk before you with all their heart, who have kept with your servant David, my father, that which you promised him. Yes, you spoke with your mouth and have fulfilled it with your hand as it is today. Now, therefore, Yahweh, the God of Israel, keep with your servant David, my father, that which you have promised him, saying, There shall not fail you a man in my sight to sit on the throne of Israel. If only your children take heed to their way to walk in my law as you have walk before me. Now, therefore, Yahweh, the God of Israel, let your word be verified, which you spoke to your servant David. But will God indeed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens can't contain you. How much less this house, which I have built, yet have respect for the prayer of your servant and to his supplication, Yahweh my God, to listen to the cry and to the prayer which your servant prays before you, that your eyes may be open toward this house day and night, even toward the place where you have said that you would put your name to listen to the prayer which your servant will pray toward this place. 
Listen to the petitions of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Yes, hear from your dwelling place, even from heaven, and when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and an oath is laid on him to cause him to swear, and he comes and swears before your altar in this house, then hear from heaven, act, and judge your servants, bringing retribution to the wicked to bring his way on his own head and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. If your people Israel are struck down before the enemy because they have sinned against you, and they turn again and confess your name, and pray and make supplication before you in this house, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel, and bring them again to the land which you gave to them and to their fathers. When the sky is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, when you teach them the good way in which they should walk and send rain on your land, which you have given to your people for an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence, if there is blight or mildew, locust or caterpillar, if their enemies besiege them in the land of their cities, whatever plague or whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer and supplication is made by any man or by all your people Israel, who will each know his own plague and his own sorrow, and spread out his hands toward this house, then hear from heaven your dwelling place and forgive, and render to every man according to all his ways, whose heart you know. For you, even you only, know the hearts of the children of men. That they may fear you, to walk in your ways as long as they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. Moreover, concerning the foreigner, who is not of your people Israel, when he comes from a far country for your great name's sake and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when they come and pray toward this house, then hear from heaven, even from your dwelling place, and do according to all that the foreigner calls to you, for that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemies by whatever way you send them, and they pray to you toward this city which you have chosen, and the house which I have built for your name. Then hear from heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no man who doesn't sin, and you are angry with them and deliver them to the enemy so that they carry them away captive to a land far off or near. Yet, if they come to their senses in the land where they are carried captive and turn again and make supplication to you in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, we have done perversely, and have dealt wickedly. If they return to you with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their captivity, where they have been taken captive, and pray toward their land which you gave to their fathers, and the city which you have chosen, and toward the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven, even from your dwelling place, their prayer and their petitions, and maintain their cause, and forgive your people who have sinned against you. Now, my God, let, I beg you, your eyes be open, and let your ears be attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. Now, therefore, arise, Yahweh God, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests, Yahweh God, be clothed with salvation, and let your saints rejoice in goodness. Yahweh God, don't turn away the face of your anointed. Remember your loving kindnesses to David, your servant. And now we continue in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, starting in verse 1. 
Now, when Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and Yahweh's glory filled the house. The priests could not enter into Yahweh's house, because Yahweh's glory filled Yahweh's house. All the children of Israel looked on when the fire came down, and Yahweh's glory was on the house. They bowed themselves with their faces to the ground on the pavement, worshipped, and gave thanks to Yahweh, saying, For he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifices before Yahweh. King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 head of cattle and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated God's house. The priests stood according to their positions, the Levites also with instruments of music of Yahweh, which David the king had made to give thanks to Yahweh. When David praised by their ministry, saying, For this loving kindness endures forever, the priests sounded trumpets before them and and all Israel stood. Moreover, Solomon made the middle of the court that was before Yahweh's house holy, for there he offered the burnt offerings and the fat of the peace offerings. Because the bronze altar which Solomon had made was not able to receive the burnt offering, the meal offering, and the fat. So Solomon held the feast at that time for seven days, and all Israel with him, a very great assembly, from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of Egypt. On the eighth day they held a solemn assembly, for they kept the dedication of the altar seven days, and the feast seven days. On the twenty-third day of the seventh month he sent the people away to their tents, joyful and glad of heart for the goodness that Yahweh had shown to David, to Solomon, and to Israel his people. Thus Solomon finished Yahweh's house and the king's house, and he successfully completed all that came into Solomon's heart to make in Yahweh's house and in his own house. Then Yahweh appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up the sky so that there is no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and made this house holy, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. As for you, if you will walk before me as David your father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded you, and will keep my statutes and my ordinances, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom, according as I covenanted with David your father, saying, There shall not not fail you a man to be ruler in Israel. But if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them. And this house which I have made holy for my name I will cast out of my sight, and I will make it a proverb and a byword among all peoples. This house which is so high, everyone who passes by it will be astonished and say, Why has Yahweh done this to this land and to this house? They shall answer, because they abandoned Yahweh, the God of their fathers, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and took other gods, worshipped them, and served them. Therefore he has brought all this evil on them. And now we are continuing in Second Chronicles chapter 8, starting in verse 1. 
At the end of twenty years, in which Solomon had built Yahweh's house and his own house, Solomon built the cities which Haram had given to Solomon, and caused the children of Israel to dwell there. Solomon went to Hamath Zobah and prevailed against it. He built Tadmor in the wilderness and all the storage cities which he built in Hamath. Also, he built Beth Horon the upper and Beth Horon the lower, fortified cities with walls, gates, and bars. And Baalath and all the storage cities that Solomon had, and all the cities for his chariots, the cities for his horsemen, and all that Solomon desired to build for his pleasure in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. As for all the people who were left of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, who were not of Israel, of the children who were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel didn't consume, of them Solomon conscripted forced labor to this day. But of the children of Israel, Solomon made no servants for his work, but they were men of war, chief of his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and of his horsemen. These were the chief officers of King Solomon, even 250, who ruled over the people. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are in Romans chapter 7, starting in verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am fleshly, sold under sin. For I don't understand what I am doing, for I don't practice what I desire to do. But what I hate, that I do. But if what I don't desire, that I do, I consent to the law that it is good. So now it is no more I that do it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwells no good thing. For desire is present with me, but I don't find it doing that which is good. For the good which I desire, I don't do, but the evil which I don't desire, that I practice. But if what I don't desire, that I do, it is no more I that do it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the law that while I desire to do good, evil is present. For I delight in God's law after the inward person, but I see a different law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity under the law of sin which is in my members. What are wretched man I am, who will deliver me out of the body of this death. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve God's law, but with the flesh, sin's law. Next, we are continuing in Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who don't walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law couldn't do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us who don't walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace. Because the mind of the flesh is hostile toward God, for it is not subject to God's law, neither indeed can it be. Those who are in the flesh can't please God. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalm 18, starting in verse 1. 
I love you, Yahweh my strength, Yahweh is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I call on Yahweh, who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death surrounded me, the floods of ungodliness made me afraid, the cords of Sheol were around me, the snares of death came on me. In my distress I called on Yahweh, and cried to my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. My cry before him came into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the mountains quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went out of his nostrils. Consuming fire came out of his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down. Thick darkness was under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew. Yes, he soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, his pavilion around him, darkness of waters, thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. Yahweh also thundered in the sky. The Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. He routed them with great lightning bolts. Then the channels of waters appeared. The foundations of the world were laid bare at your rebuke, Yahweh, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. Lastly, we finish with Proverbs 19, verses 24 and 25. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Flog a scoffer, and the simple will learn prudence. Rebuke one who has understanding, and he will gain knowledge. Lord God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we just pray that everything we do would reflect you and bring you glory and honor. Lord, we want to lift our loved ones to you that are burdened with sicknesses, whether they be mental, physical, or emotional. Lord, we just pray that you would just reach up down into their bodies and just cure whatever is ailing them. All those that have cancers, Father, we pray that you eradicate all the cancer cells out of their bodies, Father, that you would heal them fully, Father, that they would become full of your strength, that they could continue your good work here on this in this world as long as you would have them. Lord, we pray for all those that support these family members and friends, that you would give them strength to stand in the gap and be able to lift them to you, Father, and during their time of need and during their time of weakness, that they would be their strengths through from your strength, Father. We pray that you would reach into the doctors that are working with all of our friends and family, that you would give them your knowledge, for you are the great physician, Father, and that you would help them see these things with your eyes, that they would know what to do to help alleviate and help them get stronger and better. Lord, those with failing organ parts, we just pray, Father, that you would reach in and either make what they have new or that you would bring the new parts to them that they can be reconstructed and and heal. And Lord, those that are fighting spiritual battles, we all fight the spiritual warfare, Father, and we just pray that you would give us the strength to actually see the spiritual warfare. Um, A lot of times we don't see it, and we don't really know what we're fighting, but we just put up a good front, and Lord, sometimes we actually need to see it. Um, And Lord, we just pray that you would keep us strong and keep us fighting. Lord, we lift um, all the rulers of the world. We pray, Father, that they would seek you first, that we'd be men and women of God, and they would seek your rule in your reign, and they would do as you desire. Lord, we also lift um, all the first responders. Father, we pray that you would help 
them be men and women and children of God as well, that they would know why they put their lives on the line every day for others. And it's for your glory. Lord, we lift all of our young adults and our children to you, Father. We pray a hedge of protection around them, Father, for this world is just going further and further toward revelation. As you said, the good will become bad, the bad will become good, and everyone will do what they want in their own sight that they deem is okay. Lord, you made us wonderfully and perfectly. Father, you made us one man, one woman. And Lord, we just pray that everyone, their minds will be pure and fixed on you as the way you created creation, Father, and they would seek you. And Lord, we lift Israel to you. We pray, Father, that they would, they're your chosen people, Father, and yet they don't know that their Christ Jesus has already come for their sins and redeemed them. Lord, we pray that they would see that, that they would know that Jesus Christ is the Messiah they are looking for, and they would bow their knee now on this side before they're forced to bow out on the other. And Lord, we just love you and we praise you and we lift your name on high. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 What's your game plan today, Sherry? I'm not sure. Um, Andy has an elders meeting going on right now and uh, I'll probably have to do some work and I'll probably just do it around the house stuff. Um, maybe a little bit of yard stuff before it gets too hot. So nothing super exciting today. How about you guys? It is already super hot here. I went to the grocery store and gas station and came back and I was already dying uh, with the car with AC. Ooh. Are you guys still in that heat dome? Oh, yes. It was 104 yesterday. Yeah. That's too hot. We might go roller skating, right, babes? That would be fun. I'd like to go roller skating. Outside of that, I don't know. I got my roadblocks on my business stuff out of the way yesterday, so I can actually finish that part. But I got, already got the radio station program. I don't have to worry about that. I got almost everything done already. Pretty much the, rest of the day is ours. I just got to edit this mm -hmm. podcast and get that uploaded. That's about all. Yeah. As you can see, I've graduated to putty with my fingers. Excellent. What kind of putty is that? Is that like a, a particularly therapeutic putty? Supposedly, she gets it in a big bin, like a big, huge bucket, and then just took some out. But it's one of these that it feels really hard. You barely push and it starts getting soft. Mm -hmm. And if you put it away in its container, it just melts into the position, even though it's hard to push on. I have no idea what it's made out of. Mm. That's probably made out of slug do, boogers. Yeah, it's a big, giant, dyed, orangey, pink slug booger. <laughs> That's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. Thank you, Sherry, for reading along, and Julie as well. And uh, God bless you guys. We're going to be back on Monday. I hope that you, as well as us, are attending a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church tomorrow. That's what we're going to be doing. I hope you are, too. And um, mm -hmm. so we will catch up with you on day 205 of the One Year Bible on Monday. So catch you then. Y'all have a great weekend. God bless you. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.